0: Did you think that you you came in and thinking at one point you know I'm gonna I'm an, I want to try to be an owner of this place? God did you ever no. think of that? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs>
1: not at all. I thought this was a college job, man. Yeah. Like, this was uh, what I was gonna do to get through college. Yeah, I had no idea. Especially coming at the time, you know, knowing where I would come from, is like yeah. did not see that one coming at all. Yep. Uh, but. You know, just being here, and I've told people this, a product of just being here and being around incredible people, and that's not just to say Charlie or the staff, it's also the members, um, had an incredible impact, and that's essentially what allowed
2: me to uh, grow and develop, as Charlie said. Essentially, my job is gonna remain the same, like uh, in the same capacity that I have served the gym in, in the last, you know, 13 years or currently, uh, is continuing going to continue the only difference now is Gus is able to come in and we can together identify man maybe there's some areas that aren't getting addressed all right well Charlie
0: welcome back we kind of have a, uh, a special edition podcast here everybody heard us here here about a week ago and now now we're at it again so uh, back to back and we have we have uh, someone special here very special we, we, ha- we have Gus here as well so welcome Gus Gus can you say hi to everyone Hi, everyone. <laughs> Anything is a else man, you'd like for me to say? A man of few words, but they're so important, everything that comes out of his mouth. So yeah. that is not a beer for those of you listening. That is a uh, that is a C4. Charlie has basically uh, uh, co-opted me. I'm, I, I told myself I wasn't going to have any caffeine afternoon, but you hang out with Charlie for a week at the CrossFit Games, and next thing you know, you're, you're drinking caffeine afternoon. So, So... Anyway, so, I, hey, this is, this is a really special podcast, I think, in that um, you made the announcement, Charlie, this week of, of Gus coming on as a partner and being part owner of the gym. Super exciting stuff. Um, and I think, um, you know, kind of the, the reason we wanted to all get together was kind of explain the thought rationale and why, we, why the decision was made. And, and I think that's probably a really good place to start. Why
2: bring a partner on? You know, ten years into the affiliate, thirteen years into your into your pro your man. Training? That's a great question. I love having the ability to like talk freely right here because um, I would love everyone to know and, and hear my heart. So, if you've talked to me personally or maybe uh, heard my story, I probably shared it at at some point uh, on a podcast or before. I started as a personal trainer in two thousand three. Uh, I was a junior at Texas A and M. Graduated in two thousand five in my fifth year so if you do the math i was class of 04 and then started my business uh, right away so i was 23 years old and started a personal training business called train with charlie within one month i uh, already had 22 personal training clients but i was now people were asking me if i had availability and i started taking on more clients but i, I just didn't have enough time in the day so i hired my first trainer the story continued three years later, had seven personal trainers. We had about a hundred clients and actually moved into a personal training studio it was about 1800 square feet. That's when I found CrossFit. And if I do the math and if I could sit here and list out every individual who's worked for me, um, which have all been incredibly special, it's probably been over a hundred people easy. Um, you know, whether it's been personal trainers, CrossFit coaches, interns, administrative positions, you know, basically I've spent the last 13 years learning how to be a business owner. Um, I think in that season, would it have been nice to have a business partner? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's always nice to have somebody that you can truly kind of lock arms with and walk forward. Now, was I mature enough to have a business partner? Probably not. You know, I think probably a lot of the things that were very important to me in those first five years you know, at this point, aren't very important to me. Um, the title is an example of that. Like, to me, it's like I'm still a personal trainer. I'm still taking out the trash. I'm still doing whatever needs to be done to keep pushing this business forward and taking care of our customers. But what you do find out is the only way that you will have wins in business, the only way your business will grow is through other people. And what I have had to do is continuously train mentor, develop, and send off very talented individuals. Now, maybe that's because of the circumstances, being in College Station, the type of business that we are. Um, Had the thought crossed my mind of bringing on a business partner? Absolutely, my dad who owns a plumbing company in Houston, very successful, they have about 80 employees, He's been in business 35 years and has a business partner since day one. I grew up, he was our neighbor for the first five years of my life. I've known him my entire life. I know his kids. So they have a very successful partnership. Um, The way it happened for me, it just wasn't necessarily part of my starting point. Today, CrossFit gyms open all the time as partnerships, whether that be a silent partner, and then somebody who works in the business, or two very active business, uh, or who work in the business, or three. So for me, it just never happened, so I never necessarily thought of it. I wasn't necessarily opposed to it either, but I do believe, just like I've always said, that the Lord has kind of guided this business, and I think part of the first 10 years of this business were to grow and mature me, because I was very immature in a lot of ways. I had no idea how to lead people, I had no idea how to manage people, a lot of that has to do with communication. A lot of have, of that has to do with humility. Um, it was it, it probably would have been very volatile had I brought a partner on early in my business career. But the beauty of this story is I wasn't looking for a business partner. Like I want everybody to know very clearly. Like Gus has been a part of this business for a long time. Gus has never once said, I wanted to be a business partner, never once necessarily tried to be a business partner. Gus has always just been a very loyal employee, first and foremost, friend, very hardworking. In other words, like somebody who will just do whatever needs to be done, doesn't need praise or recognition. And at the same time, a very humble individual, because he uh, constantly wants to make sure that, he, how can he help more? How can I do more? What kind of feedback do you have for me? I've seen Gus grow and develop over the years tremendously, exponentially on every level imaginable from as a personal, you know, man, a young man to the man he is today um, in his career as a personal trainer and develop and mature in ways that I've yet to see a lot of personal trainers make as drastic changes in their personal growth and development um, and spiritually, I mean, just in his walk with the Lord and the, the, I tell, I've kind of said this, that, you know, Brittany is just such a beautiful addition to what we're doing because she has been a part of this business. I've actually known, you know, I knew them separately before because I, you know, Gus started as a client, Brittany came on as a client, then they at different points came on both as trainers, but I've known I've had a kind of a separate relationship with Brittany, you know, more of a like friend, but mentor boss slash employee while having the exact same relationship with Gus, but they were separate and then they started dating, Mm -hmm. they get married and now it's just awesome to see them together. But she is supportive. Every time I meet with Brittany, she is the most encouraging person, and I'm honest, that I probably have ever met. She is so, and Gus, you know, could tell you that probably because he's married to her, but she is always encouraging. And so when you think through bringing on a partner, for me especially, having been in business for 13 years, you think about a lot of things. And one of those things is if I'm bringing on a partner, Who's that partner married to? Well, with Brittany, it was a no brainer. When Alicia and I discussed it and I kind of told Alicia that I had been thinking about, you know, I said, hey, I just had this thought. What do you think about it? Well, for sure, it was like, no question. Like, this is a great idea. The main thing that we, if we had any hesitation was, you know, whatever they're doing in life, we don't want to deter them by giving them this opportunity from what they want to pursue. In other words, if they're chasing something else, I don't want to kind of come in and interfere with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but Gus can share more on this. Um, but the timing of when we had this conversation and how the conversation went was only more affirmation that it was exactly the perfect timing for both of us. So to give you again, like I probably do often a very long answer, but I, um, I wouldn't have made this offer to just anyone. In Mm -hmm. fact, probably very few, if any people, I mean, Gus was the person, the perfect person um, alongside with Brittany, because I do believe just, you know, just like Alicia's not here in the day to day, but she's 100% my partner in this business. But in the same way that, you know, although Gus might be carrying a lot of the work responsibilities, but I do believe that Brittany is 100% a part of this as much as he is. So just to be completely
0: and abundantly clear, right, there's no, uh, there, there's no moving of the Lima family to Hawaii and taking everything over, <laughs> having Gus take everything over, um, and, and that's a joke, obviously, just kind of making light of it. Oh. But but do you have do you guys he have you guys thought about it yet? And maybe Gus could weigh in on this too. Like, have you guys talked about individual roles or how what that's going to look like, or have you kind of mapped that out? Or
2: yeah, well, I'll address the first question, and then I'll yeah. kind of <laughs> let Gus address the second. So first and foremost, <laughs> I, there is zero. Uh, discussion or thoughts of leaving this gym. Uh, we are very rooted in this gym. Alicia and I are very grounded in college station. Um, we you know obviously have a family, a growing family. We love this gym. Like this is, you know if I were to give you a, a piggyback answer to your previous question of the why mm-hmm. is in 13 years, I've realized that it, it, I, ha- I have to understand that I have limitations in other words that you know i there's there's certain areas of me that had limited our growth and success as a company we are where we are the good and the bad because of my limit lim- limitations as a leader if we want to continue to be successful more successful than we have been in the past something has to change and for me gus carries the strengths in the areas that I don't have. Mm. Therefore, two are better than one, right? Because we will help each other succeed. So, um, it would, it would actually be, <laughs> it would be unhonorable and very much, uh, something that goes against everything I believe in to leave the gym right now and sure. with, or at any point with Gus, because Gus and I have to work together and, I can't be away from, I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't leave him. I can't, I mean, this is a two person job, right? This is just now saying, Hey, we want to take our gym and, and this doesn't necessarily always mean numbers, but just customer service, right? Employee experience, um, how systems, how we do what we do. We want to enhance every area of this gym and two are better than one, right? Because in the areas that Gus has strengths, They might be my weaknesses, and they happen to be. In the areas I have strengths, they might be Gus's weaknesses, and they happen to be. So, you know, there's no desire to leave. If anything, we will be stronger together than apart. Yeah, and I think that –
0: I think anytime you have situations like that, I think that's probably, you know, everybody's – question and I think that's probably the biggest question obviously you had briefed us on this a couple weeks beforehand and we knew what the rationale was behind it and so obviously I was joking when I made that but I mean that I mean I think that's good for your listeners to hear say that I'll um I actually I'll kind of turn it over to, to Gus now and before we kind of get in the roles and responsibilities just tell me a little bit about what this opportunity means for you and Brittany and your soon-to-be uh child <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh
0: well just to kind of you know rehash what Charlie said and you know
1: few words or less. Uh, <laughs> um went, you know, to put everyone's mind at ease. One of my stipulations for coming aboard was that Charlie would stay. Uh, cuz that was actually my first question too when he offered it to me was, "Hey, well, are you planning on leaving? Is that why you're, you're bringing this on the table or like what?" And he said, "Absolutely not." And I even made it you know, a requirement of me coming into the deal for him to stay. So just to make, you know, to put everyone else's mind says, well, that did not mean anything. It does. Charlie and I have had long discussions about this, and uh, we are both aware that it's on people's minds. And just to put them at ease, he's around. He's here to stay. So am I. Uh, no one's going anywhere. Um, and so far as what this means to, you know, myself and Brittany, um, I mean, it's <laughs> – the timing of this is really funny, and for those who don't know, uh, we had found out back in April that we were pregnant with our first kid. Uh, it's a boy. Um, and then we had not told anyone. The only people we had told were our immediate family. No one at the gym knew. Charlie didn't know. Uh, no one knew. Two days later, I had a quarterly review with Charlie, and uh, he ended up opening up like, Hey, I've been thinking. <laughs> to which i said oh we're gonna good. be here yeah. for a little bit yeah that's the first thing is it we're gonna so, be here for a little bit well this may take a <laughs> bit uh but <laughs> and then he just came right out with it and he, you know and he said uh i've been thinking about this for a long time and i wanted to see if you'd be interested in a partnership here at the gym and uh i had zero idea that you know he kind of blindsided me with that one but um and he, again, he had no idea that we were, had just found out we were having a kid. So I spent the entire rest of that day, uh, essentially shell shocked. I still had a full client list, and so they probably were like, "What's with this guy?" Like you know. But uh, and I got home, and I couldn't. I didn't even know how to tell Brittany. In fact, she thought something was, you know, horribly wrong. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I eventually you know managed to tell her, and it was just. Of course, we had a lot to think about. My my initial answer was not immediately yes. I had a lot of questions. Um, and I wanted to make sure that, you know, if I was to take it, it wasn't just because I'm taking it for a title or for a pay raise or for all the wrong reasons. I wanted to make sure I took it for the right reasons, which includes like, can I actually help this place grow? And as Charlie said, that does not always mean numbers. Um, in fact, you know, the people who are currently here are the ones who, you know, keep the lights on. So if anything, it's our duty to make sure they have an even better experience here. And that's the top priority. Uh, but you know, it, there are a lot of considerations, and I, I wanted to make sure that I actually could provide the value needed for that role. And uh, eventually, we we said yes, and so here we are now. Uh, what? How many months down the road? April, May, June, July, August. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's been a long time coming. It's been a, it's been a process, and it's been um, interesting keeping all this a secret from
0: <laughs> from everyone. <laughs> but but yep.
1: uh, it's it's been a wild ride.
0: So. Did you ever think in when you stepped into? Uh, I guess it was called Boom fit, you know, what is six, seven, eight, nine yeah, years ago, however long it was? It was yep. Did you think that you you came in and thinking at one point, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to try to be an owner of this place? God, did you ever no. think of that? <laughs> <I was> like,
1: <laughs> not at all. I thought this was a college job, man. Yeah. Like, yep. This was uh, what I was gonna do to get through college. Um, yeah, I had no idea that, you know, Especially at the time, you know, knowing where I'd come from is like, yeah. did not see that one coming at all. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, just being here and I've told people this, a product of just being here and being around incredible people. And that's not just to say Charlie or the staff, it's also the members, um, had an incredible impact. And that's essentially what allowed me to uh, grow and develop, as Charlie said, become more mature. Um, yeah, definitely at the time that I joined, the mm-hmm. <laughs> maturity level was... Anything, nothing to be desired yeah. for sure. Yeah, uh, maybe still lacking, but who knows? Um, <laughs> uh, depends on what. Depends on how often you talk to Brittany. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, no, I had I had no clue.
0: Good. So I guess I'll go back to the question I asked originally: Is are there any roles and responsibilities defined with you guys or have you never really thought about that or is everything's 50-50 or is one side going to take boom fit, the other side is going to take CrossFit? How's that? What's that going to look like if you did yeah, know right
2: You now? know, uh, kind of one of the things that we talked about, you know, first of all is understanding that the, the current way that we run, that I run the business, it, it's not necessarily that it – isn't working right so it wasn't necessarily like hey this is broke and we need to fix it so really why come in and actually change much of the way things are running and so um, essentially my job is going to remain the same like uh, in the same capacity that i have served the gym in in the last you know 13 years or currently uh, is continuing going to continue the only difference now is Gus is able to come in and we can together identify, man, maybe there's some areas that aren't getting addressed because I can tell you 100% there are things that I neglect. There are things that I do not do well. And those are the things that we want to start with, that we want to focus on. So Gus, who also has already been a part of the business, so he's already taking a full load of private training clients. But Now it's kind of part of both of us to start working on piece by piece. What are the areas of the business that we need to work on? So as far as roles and responsibilities, we, we aren't dividing up like CrossFit, private training, a lot of things aren't necessarily changing. So, you know, for Gus to come in and, and me to hand over things that I've already been doing like programming or payroll or things like that, no, aren't that we don't, that's not what we need. Um, what we need to work on are the things that aren't getting addressed. What we need to work on are the systems and processes that he's actually been helpful in, in the last six months, probably even before this conversation, seven, eight months of helping implement, um, you know, taking a leadership position, right? Because anytime that, that, I mean, part of this role is leadership, you know, it's not so much, just do this. It's do everything. You know, Gus went to the store earlier today and bought toilet paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to ownership, yep. buddy. Yep, yep. <laughs> but it, you know, that is part of currently, but yes, are we currently, you know, we've been meeting really, I think since he said yes. In other words, since him and Brittany agreed to the, you know, Alicia, Alicia and I met with Gus and Brittany at Starbucks when they said yes. And from that moment forward, that was probably what, early May? We've been meeting every Friday intentionally on what we're gonna focus on. And so we've been meeting now for three months and we have kind of a direction, we have a vision, we know exactly where we're going. And right now we're both working with our strengths, you know, to help take the business in that direction.
1: Good.
0: Good. Go ahead, Gus.
1: Uh yeah, no, just Kind of as an example of what he's talking about is, um, you know, as Charlie said, his duties don't don't change a whole lot. Uh, he's already been, you know, doing the huge load that owning a business requires. It doesn't matter what the industry is. Um, but an example of what I may come on board and say is like, okay, well, you know, maybe something that can be improved is how do we deliver the exact same product, the exact same way every time because we don't always do that you know it's like uh one person may experience i don't know like a certain warm-up of the same workout that everyone else is doing um in the let's say 5 a.m class and then at the 3 45 p.m class different coach also a different warm-up which means different product so my role coming aboard would say okay well We want this to be consistent across the board. Ideally, why don't we come up with a programmed workout that everybody is familiar with that pertains exactly to this workout? uh, And we'll implement that across all the coaches so that everybody gets the same treatment the same way every time. And that's just an example of what would happen. Sure. Um, That's not even on the books yet. Will it be? Probably. Um, You know, but... It's, it's the little things that matter, the little hinges that swing big doors, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So my job coming in is essentially like, I'm a very detail-oriented guy. Um, I look at things very analytically, and I'm like, okay, well, how can we make this better? How can this be done a different way that's better? And then creating that system in writing so that we can follow it and achieve the same product every single time. And uh, ultimately, I think... And, you know, maybe I think Charlie would agree is that that would lead to, um, much better customer service, you know? Um, and then it's also just little things like that you may take for granted, like, you know, uh, I don't know, like we're the toilet paper, the (laughs) the crappy situation of the toilet paper, (laughs) um, (laughs) you know, it's like, okay, well maybe we need to find a way that would be like, okay. How can I not be the one that consistently goes and gets gets toilet paper? How can we make it to where, like, you know, my to-do list is more so um, working on the gym instead of in the gym? So, okay, well, I need to create something to where uh, whoever's responsibility that may be, A, they know it's their responsibility, B, they know how to check the levels of toilet paper and know how many rolls we need in each bathroom, um, and when they need to make a store run, like, like, you know, there should always be, I don't know, five rolls in every single bathroom at all times. And if the main stock gets below X amount of rolls, that requires a store trip. Okay. Well, that also needs to be in writing too. So there's the same way every single time so that <laughs> the owner of the gym is not making toilet paper runs
2: randomly, you know, and that, and that falls on us. So, so I, and I got a good analogy cause I think, you know, Gus brings up a great point. It's the attention to detail. Um, which is his strength, right? I'll I'll reference back. This was, man, this had to be four years ago when I was still officing in the room that now is massage. And I was meeting with Gus. Uh, We were were meeting weekly at the time. We were doing another reason we were meeting for a period of time, weekly. And he was asking me, he said, Charlie, man, is there anything like I just I, I could do for you, like um, any way I could help you? Because he, he was really just grateful for the friendship, for the mentorship, for the job, for everything. <laughs> and I had a book sitting on my desk that I had been uh, recommended by one of my clients that I read it, and it was all about customer service. But I hadn't read it in probably, I mean, it probably spent there seven months. And I said, Gus, man, you know, it'd be amazing. I go, could you read this book and kind <laughs> of put record. together the bullets on how you think we could apply some things to the- Now, this is like four years ago, yeah. okay? This was like 2014. It wasn't like two weeks ago or two months ago. That, yeah. <clears throat> and sure enough, I mean, that was like a Thursday, Monday. or the- We met every week. By the next time we met, Gus had printed up <laughs> the bulleted notes from this book of the things that he that stood out to him on customer service that we could apply to the gym in priority order. <laughs> <laughs> and that story is just an indication of his heart first and foremost to want to help, to want to serve of our relationship, right? As not just a boss employee, but friendship, support, you know, hey, I see you doing, you know, all these things. How can I help? but also the, the talent, you know, it's like, I mean, a lot of people want to have that talent, but they, they can't actually do it. No, that happens mm-hmm. to be Gus's strengths. Another way to put it is, let's just say there's a, for the most people listening, they're CrossFitters. And let's just say you signed up for a, you know, Matt Frazier, 12 week, get you in the best shape of your life program. And part of that is like five hours a day of training. And, you know, making sure that you're measuring all your food and making sure that you're doing all these things. And in your training, there's accessory work and there's probably multiple lifts and a work, a wad. So Charlie's personality probably wouldn't read through the pamphlet, probably wouldn't read through the details. And I'd probably just do the wad every day because I'm like, okay, that gets the job done. Yeah. Gus, however, will make sure that every Piece of accessory work is getting done in the order that it's laid out. The lifts are done properly. Mm-hmm. The workout is done and the food has been measured. And, and when you're at the size of business that we are, because a lot of people, yeah, they come in here at one specific window of time, but to enhance on what Gus is saying about as simple things as the warm up for a class, we service about 200 CrossFit members and about 150 personal training clients. We have classes that go on at NutriBolt. We are basically training people from 5 o'clock in the morning until 8 o'clock in the evening all day long. And with (laughs) no attention to detail, it can be very messy. In other words, and when I say messy, you can still do a good job, right, and serve people very well, but you can do a better job When you put attention to detail, there's better communication, there's systems in place, and everybody is very clear on what the direction is that we're going. That's good.
0: Do you have something, Gus? Um, I do not. (laughs) No, I think that, um, yeah, when I look at you guys, I mean, that, it's almost, I guess you're not, polar opposites is a, is it, is it? strong word but i mean you could kind of see anybody who knows both you guys can see your strengths and your strengths he's tall i'm short exactly exactly <laughs> um and you know when i first heard about the decision i thought it makes complete sense because i mean you know what what maybe charlie doesn't focus on a lot i know you're strong in that whereas like me and charlie if we were a partner i think we're a lot alike so we probably yeah i would look at the wad and i would you know, I probably wouldn't read anything and everything else in your Matt Fraser example because I just want to get to it, get it done, and move on to the next thing. Um, whereas, you know, it, sometimes it drives my wife crazy because you know I'm not a details-oriented person, and 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 for you guys to mesh up, I think is is um, I, I think it's just a great partnership. I mean, that's and that's just me talking from as as a member of the gym.
2: Well, and you know, one of the most important parts is like Gus is very willing and able to work. <laughs> You know, to Mm -hmm. have a partner, you want to have somebody who will work alongside you, right? And it's like that, you know, sometimes if, you know, for me it would be of zero benefit to have a partner who wasn't willing to grind with me. You know, I mean, in essence, like this business is my heart, my sweat, you Mm -hmm. know, I wake up every morning with so much purpose to come up here and to do what I do, and to have another person who is exactly as willing to sacrifice and work for that is very special. Sure, You know, I mean, you can't sum up in, again, this is an awesome podcast, but in a a 45 minute podcast, what 13 years of building a business, two years before that personal training, 15 years means to me. Um, but for the first time, Man, I have somebody who not, and it wasn't that he asked me. I asked him, you know, Mm -hmm. I saw something in him that I felt could add value to what we've been building. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like, you know, I'm 36. This is just the beginning. Like, Mm -hmm. you had to go through the first 15 years to get to this point, and I'm more fired up today than I've ever been in my life. You know, Mm -hmm. life's a little different, obviously, than it was 15 years ago, but, man, I mean, you know, Thirty-six. I feel like, man, we're we're we've got more momentum. We've got a better vision, a clearer vision than we've ever had before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good. Can you expand a little bit
0: on that vision? Because I think that's because you bring in on a partner now. And so there's a vision out there. And I don't know if you're comfortable sharing it with course. everybody, but, but talking about, I think both of you guys talking about your vision. And I always ask the question, hey, where do you think the gym's going to be in five years, 10 years? But I think just kind of breaking apart that vision and, and where, where are we going with it? Yeah. And,
2: I, and you know, I'll do my best to keep it short. <laughs> so, <Beyond the> timer. <laughs> so, you know, the the vision and the mission, I would con- consider two different things that support each other so the mission building better people is the is is why we do what we do in other words we believe that every person who walks in these doors is becoming a better version of themselves you know i'm reminded daily just yesterday i had a personal training client the reason i don't know if anybody saw my post on facebook but i said hey something's always better than nothing because he was about 20 minutes late to a workout and he literally had to leave <laughs> really in 20 minutes. He's like, man, I don't even know if it's worth getting work." I go, no, it's always, if we, got, if we have 20 minutes, doing something is always better than nothing. There's something, I'm gonna use the word magical because I do believe in a way it is a mystery. Exercise science has done studies and we can talk about endorphins, but I'm gonna say there's something magical about elevating your heart rate Blood circulating through the body, muscles contracting, that does something to you on the inside of you. That is where we get the return on investment, right? That's where we become better versions of ourselves. You know, I often reference that, patting yourself on the back. Like, how often are you proud of yourself? Like, genuinely and sincerely proud of yourself doing something good. Most people are beating themselves up because they're not living up to a standard that they've set in their mind. But for the one moment in your day that you exercise you are genuinely and sincerely proud of yourself. So there's, you know, there's multiple factors there. So the mission is and, and, and continues to be building better people. However, the vision now, you know, if we can build better people in the walls of this gym and we're reminded often by the stories that come out of this gym, Gus is one of those stories, right? You asked him, did you ever imagine coming in this gym you know, however many years mm-hmm. ago that you would become an owner? Gus is a living example of this gym building better people. And every, I mean, we could go on and on, as I did last Wednesday when we had everybody over and we started sharing, you know, I I could share story after story of the lives that are impacted. Well, if 350 people's lives can be transformed, if we can touch 350 people's lives and the thousands upon thousands that were transformed prior to that, why wouldn't we want to continue to do that in a greater capacity? Because in its, I want everybody to understand that it is, it is not Charlie that is doing that, right? Because, I mean, I, I, yes, I have you know, 10 to 12 private training clients. I lead our team, which is you know, 10 to 12 trainers and probably touch a few people here and there but no it's impossible for me to touch 350. it is coming through not just the 10 to 12 trainers but it is coming through you the people listening to this podcast you are touching people's lives on a daily basis in these classes in the, in the events you know trent is another example right you you know mm-hmm. you have yep. a close relationship with trent trent showed up at this gym 3 years ago and Man, I can tell you firsthand, just like you can, and Gus could too, because we all have personal relationships with Trent. We know his story. We know how much him being at this gym touched him. And it wasn't just Chris. It wasn't just Charlie. It wasn't just Gus. It was the people, you know? He wrote personal letters to all Mm -hmm. of his clients, just thanking them and and just being, you know, and so why wouldn't we continue to grow that, right? So- Mm -hmm. You know, in terms of the mission or the vision, would be why not do that with 3,000 people? Yep. Now, I'll tell you right now, can we take 350 to 3,000 how we're running the business? Absolutely not. Like, yeah, because we'd probably run out of toilet paper <laughs> <laughs> and we'd probably do a lot of other things really poorly. In other words, Charlie, in my strengths, in my weaknesses, in my leadership, has been able to take the gym from 22 people, we'll call it with those first 22 personal training clients to 350 in 2018. It is a disservice for me not to continue to try to grow this gym to touch more lives. And I want this to be very clear that there's not a deadline. Like I don't have to hit, what, and I I say 3,000 because that has been a number that's just been on my mind for the last three months is, 3,000 people, and I don't know what that means. Again, and I can't, people who talk to me and know me very well, you know, I'm a very spiritual person. I believe the Lord has his hand on this gym. I believe he has guided this gym to this moment. I believe he was the one that brought Gus and every other person to this gym and has had his hand on this uh, relationship that him and I have built to this day, and the 3,000 is something that's just come over my heart, but I want everybody to know that, man, this job will never end. In other words, I will wake up every day to carry this gym towards whatever direction the Lord has. If that's 3000, if that's 350 for the next 50 years, that's fine. And then I die and maybe somebody comes in and carries it to the next mark. Um, but it, it, it's awesome to have a, a vision that you can work towards. Now. In that 3,000, I don't want everybody to think that in the current vision in my mind is just personal training and CrossFit. If anything, those are the vehicles that will allow us to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, I envision a place that has basketball courts, a indoor/outdoor natatorium, has uh, youth activities, a coffee shop, a you know smoothie bar. I mean, imagine almost like what I would call, you know, the equivalent of like a YMCA or a rec center, but almost envision it with our culture values and the feeling that you have every day you come to the gym. Now, at 350 current people, right, it's hard because you, you, how could you turn this? Well, we don't have to do this overnight. It might take us 10 years to get to 400 people. And that's fine. Again, there's no urgency, there's no rush. There's not this like time ticking. Really, it's just like waking up every day, working on the things that need to get done. They might be toilet paper and the Lord will humble us. I promise you. Right? The Lord's going to say, "Okay, you think you can take this gym to 3000 people, but you can't even stock your gym with toilet paper." So guess what? You're going to stay at 350 until you stop running out of toilet paper. <laughs> and and <laughs> but I envision more outreach. I envision more lives being touched. I envision more community. We have a great community. Like arguably that's what makes our gym so special is the people, right? I envision deeper community. I envision having people who not only meet at the gym, but meet outside of the gym. I, envi- I envision relationships enhancing because of the fact that they are part of this gym, even more so. So new people can move to College Station because they either come to school or they get a job or their life brings them here, and they plug into our gym, and they now have formed lifelong friendships with people through the gym. That Ultimately, the gym is touching their lives in more ways than physically. It's
1: a
0: great vision. Gus, what do you have to add to that?
2: Uh, Well, I mean...
1: Pretty much summed it all up. I just want to hard say, to follow that. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, hard to follow that, right? You know, you're, yeah, you're making me hit after Babe Ruth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, the biggest thing for me is um, is just treating people right. That includes our our staff. That includes the, the members that are currently here. That includes the members that will be impacted in the future. And um, one of the biggest things I want to do is make sure that. We are aware of everyone's needs, not just you know us or the coaches or the personal trainers or the members, but like everyone as a whole. And so as this, uh, this gym begins or not begins, it's still growing, and it has been for a long time. But as it continues to grow, it's you know myself and Charlie's job now to make sure that no one feels neglected, and that's, it doesn't matter what you are or, you know, in what capacity you are to this gym. And so uh, providing value in every single position and every single membership is going to be uh, one of my top priorities, and I know it will be as Charlie with Charlie's as well. Um, making sure that you feel like you belong here because everyone who's here does belong here and should be treated accordingly. So it's going to be making sure that we provide that value to make sure that you – Come here every day because you want to be here because this is where uh, you have your best friends and your your family members and, like, the coaches that you all have relationships with and you know that you're going to be treated well. And I don't care what capacity you are. I want that to be constant across the board. And I think that's probably my biggest uh, priority, if that makes sense. Yep, absolutely.
2: You know, one one of the things I'll add to that is, that and I shared this at the at the lake house for our coaches retreat is that we will not grow the gym at the sacrifice of the culture of protecting what we have today in other words the way that we have this very family very we're large yet small feeling in other words like people feel special we you know we you know we have special relationships we call people by name we don't want to grow this gym and lose that in the process. And another thing I assured everyone is that I will personally not grow this gym and lose my family in the process. Like I said, I will not, you know, invest in my time and energy and exhaust myself in the gym and lose sight of what really matters, which is my family, my, my wife and kids, you know, because it's very easy to, to say, man, I get caught up. Right. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I I, I didn't, even though I didn't set out to run my own business and own my own business when I was younger, apparently the Lord had that plan and I embraced it. And so part of being an entrepreneur is this constant desire to grow, this constant pursuit of excellence, this constant dissatisfaction with maybe some of the things that could get better and wanting to work on those things. Well, also, the, the very unhealthy part of that is an unhealthy work-life balance, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I've, you know, in, in my growth over these last 13 years have had to understand and, and I've, I've tried to, my best to model it even to Gus, like before he got married and even now that he is married and about to be a father, like I recognize part of my job in this is modeling that very well. In other words, showing not just Gus, but then even the people at the gym and even the employees that work here, what it looks like to, yes, be passionate and driven about your business, but at the same time, focus on your family, love on your kids, make your wife feel special, you know, um, understand the bigger calling of life that God has for you, right? And so in this process, I want to make sure that it's very clear That we won't sacrifice the culture and we won't do away with the values in order to grow the gym, which community and integrity and passion are those things. Our hiring process, making sure we bring the right people in and we will not grow our business and lose our families. Because at the end of the day, that's completely opposite what the Lord has for this business anyway.
0: Yeah. You know, there's a quote I keep on my desk at work and Kristen often reminded me of it. Not so much lately because I've got my priorities straight the last five or so years, but there's, there's a quote that, that says success in the workplace can never compensate for failure at home. And so that, you know, and I think like you said, Charlie, like you being around now for you, it's real easy to get in deep, especially with your own business and that's your livelihood and everything else. Even what I do with my job, which is I'm not an entrepreneur, but it's really easy to get in deep and forget about that stuff. So always keeping that at the forefront of your mind. So,
2: well, it de- It's deceiving because it disguises itself as urgent. Mm-hmm. And so the things that are urgent, that cubby box, exactly. yep. urgent, not important. And yep. then you put aside the thing that you think, Oh, that'll always be there. Yep. But no, it actually won't. Yep. Unless you nurture it and work it in the same way that you, your business won't be there. If you never, if you neglect it. Yep, absolutely. Um, Hey, just
0: kind of, I think we just kind of wrapped this all up. We got uh, a 10 year anniversary, 13 year, you know, boom fit 10 year anniversary party and the the bringing on of Gus and
2: Brittany. So we're going to celebrate that. Yes. We are going to throw a giant party on Labor Day. So this is going to be a celebration. Uh, Labor Day happens to be the day that I actually started Train with Charlie in 2005. So it was September 5th. This year it'll be, I think, September 3rd. But. September 5th, 2005 was the day that I basically, uh, started train with Charlie working independently as a personal trainer with those 22 personal training clients. So this is a 13 year anniversary of the birth of this business. 10 years ago in 2008 in September was when I affiliated with CrossFit. So I attended my level one in May, did CrossFit in one of those podcasts I share that whole summer at Dutch's garage. At the end of the summer, I applied for uh, being a CrossFit affiliate, In September is when we pay our annual dues. It's basically our 10-year affiliate birthday as a CrossFit affiliate, and we're going to celebrate this huge new beginning of this business, which is bringing Gus and Brittany on as partners, and uh, we are going to be there. We're going to have a workout at 10 a.m., so just kind of mark your schedule now, followed by celebration, food. Uh, Gus and I will actually uh, be speaking and and kind of sharing some things with anybody who maybe wants to um, invite other people, man, just bring anybody and everybody. It's going to be a great time, obviously, you know, a family friendly. So bring the kids, plan on hanging out and uh, we'll feed you and uh, maybe have a few surprises. So you want to make sure you got to be present to get them.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Gus, anything, anything you want to touch on before? Well, I'm going to say this as, as a member, as somebody who's not really, um, I'm not in the ownership. You know, I just – I work occasionally for Charlie um, and you now. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to say I think it's a – I think it's a uh, – this is a great decision. I have a lot of respect for you, Gus. Um, I think just where you come, where you've come from, and even though I've only been here four years, I think you've um, – to, you, to see you grow as much as you have been four years and have presented this opportunity, I don't think it could happen to a better person. I, I think there are I big, big things that come from the gym um with you kind of at the helm now with charlie and um i just i just wish you the best as 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 just a member of this gym so good luck well, i appreciate that chris i think i'm still getting used to people calling me boss
1: uh yeah. <laughs> didn't i hear you say that charlie yeah um <laughs> <Boss>. <laughs> maybe my imagination no uh, no it's incredibly humbling and um i only asked that everyone else look at this like don't look at it as like oh he's you know head honcho now even though that may technically be I guess true still getting used to that um I do still you know I want to treat everyone just like as I have before and this just with as much respect as I can and if anyone does have any suggestions like
0: please tell me jerk uh, uh, man <laughs> man I'm sorry about that are you okay, Chris? You I don't like know. A, I just, just like a, the C4 just getting in on me. Sorry. It sounds like you have, like, a case of pneumonia settling <laughs> Sorry. in. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. This no, is I, a bad thing. I anyway. I cop drops in my pocket. Okay. <laughs> uh. Charlie might edit that part out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Chris
1: has a suggestion. I didn't really hear it, though, so I may have to ask him again. Uh, but, no, if anyone does have suggestions, including Chris, um, please... You know, come up and tell us. It's we we would love to hear them. Of course, that doesn't mean that they'll all be put in place, but that doesn't mean all
2: the done. negative feedback. Just tell Gus. Just <laughs> all the bad, all the bad <laughs> ideas. Tell Gus. All the bad all ideas. The good ideas through <laughs> through
0: me, tell me anything we're doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anything Charlie's doing wrong. Yeah. Don't get <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> I'm awesome. honored.
2: I'm humbled, and uh, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Awesome. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate you guys getting together. Thanks, Chris.
2: Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.